set off in search of the source of a strange corruption within the forests outside of Atzana. Brianna Roy the Stag Knight accepted the help of the party in dealing with the troublesome hag known as Malgra. Now a calm sweeps over the forest as the now slain Malgra lays motionless on the ground. This is session five. The journey continues. So as the horrifying and unfamiliar form that rose out of the hag circle begins to reach out and then dissipate, you stand breathless in disbelief at the horrific sight you just witnessed. Several faint ethereal forms rise from the ground within the circle and float up into the air. The forms are of men, women, and children who look scared and lost. They seem to pay no attention to any of you as they call out for help. The form of a small girl cries and clutches a small wooden knight until her eyes look up into the night sky and gaze upon a brightly burning amethyst star. As an overwhelming sense of peace seems to wash over them, they drift up into the night sky and towards the beacon. Brianna looks down from the platform and motions for Amaya to bring the corpse of the slain Malvra up to the now-faded ritual circle. Amaya picks up the grotesque body and tenderly carries her up the platform. Amaya places the body of the hag on the edge of the faintly visible ritual circle. At this point, Brianna turns to all of you. She says... Amaya and I must cleanse this site and the body of Malgra of corruption. I am certain Malgra would have had some villagers hoarded away in her den. Please find them and bring them to me. Once we have cleansed the corruption and rescued the villagers, we will escort them back to the hamlet. And this, and this conversation we're having right now. No, that's insane. That wasn't me, I'm sorry. It's not your fault. So, do we have 
any... Okay, I would like to maybe perception check around. I want to try and find a path that leads away from here, something that would kind of indicate where the hag was coming and going. Maybe try and follow some footsteps back. Okay. Um, can you make a survival check? I'd like check to do that with him. Okay. So you want to do it with advantage, or do you want to do it yourself? I already have advantage, because the stars are out, and it's a survival okay, check. Gotcha. Uh, and I have a plus zero, so can I give him advantage? Or already, already advantage. have Okay, so go ahead. So yeah, the two of you can make a survival check, and we're, that's going to be pretty much all the survival. We don't have any super survival-y folks, right? I got an 11. I got a one and a two with a plus zero. 11. I have a plus two as well. <laughs> I got a plus three of survival. Okay. Well, the 11, the 11 is enough because the path is, is pretty well well traversed. You can see that there is a small like footpath that continues off this way um, uh, and goes somewhere into the dark forest. Okay. Would there be anything useful on these uh, tree creatures? Uh, you can check. I'd like to check at least one of them to see if they've got like, somewhere that they can be okay. something. Go ahead and make an investigation check for me. It's a two, but also I don't think it's one. A seven. A seven? Yeah. Um, yeah. They don't really have any pockets or anything like that. In fact, whenever they stop moving and all the life seems to kind of drain out of them, the main thing that changes is that this burning, like, yellow fire that's that's coming out of their eye sockets uh, and parts of their torso is extinguished. And besides that, they just look like, you know, orla- ornately carved humanoids made out of trees. I'd like to send Ozark up in the air. And to do a little scouting ahead, uh, now that we know where, where the path is, just get him to just check for signs of life along the route. Gotcha. Okay. <clears throat> okay, so, so we see the path ahead, where to go. Yeah, whatever check you need me to make, if there's one. I was going to say, I want to... I don't want to make Brianna mad, but I also want to, like, inspect the ritual circle and see... If I can maybe discern what was happening there. Okay. Um, so the ritual circle is rapidly fading. So it's it's a lot dimmer than when you saw it, you know, it, right after Malgra died, and it does seem to be actively fading. Could I try and recall what it looked like? Well, it's still faintly visible. So I say okay. you might get one check. Um, I was going to say, am I close enough to kind of try to pull meaning from it with an Arcana check? Are you proficient in Arcana? Yes. And are you proficient in Arcana or Religion? In Religion. Yes, in Religion. Okay, gotcha. So I'll say the two of you can make a check right before it begins to like truly fade beyond any semblance of um, being able to recognize it. Seven. Twenty-two. Twenty-two? I like that. Okay. So from the Arcana standpoint of this ritual circle, you can definitely tell that it is... Um, divine of, of some kind. So either dark divine or light divine. But it's not it's not a wizard spell. You see what I'm saying? It's 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 something this power is coming from a uh, a divine source. Uh, and you would you're, it's twenty plus? Yeah, it's twenty two. Okay. Yeah, I would say that with an Arcana check that high you can tell that this kind of ritual would have been used by, in your experience, paladins or clerics to commune with a deity. <clears throat> but 
no telling, no name written or anything like that. No, it's just it's a it's a dark divine entity, um, and you would know that because of the blood sacrifice and everything. No, no good deity demands a blood sacrifice. I'll ask uh, Rihanna of um, was this hag particularly religious that you know of? Does she follow a specific deity? Um, yes. Malgra was a devotee of Alandion. Uh, it's about just like it sounds. I, I don't know it off the top of my head. Alandion? Yeah. A L A. Alan. A L A N D I. O N? Yeah, probably. Alandion or Alandrion? No R. No R. Okay. Um. Okay, so. Rathanax saw something that he did not believe was possible, and I want to try. I know I failed the the check, but he's he's adamant to try and understand exactly what he just witnessed, or the, or to give validity to what he just witnessed. And I don't really know how to do that. Like if there's a check for that, or if I need to would need to talk to someone. You could probably just approach Brianna. And strike up a conversation with her. Well, she's already told us, you know, be prepared to see some things that you might not believe in. And I blatantly told her, well, I'm, you know, you're just wrong. And now I'm looking for validity outside of what she said. I want to prove that this is either smoke and mirrors or it's real. Maybe ask your God. That's possible. I'm going to say the check has already been made, so it's hard yeah. for me to really guide you in any way on this. All I'm gonna like I could move, like, take a different position and try and understand it from a different angle or something like no, that. No, because what you saw is gone. Right. Um, inside of Rathnax's mind, if that was fake, it's probably the most convincing fake he's ever seen. Right. And he's never seen anyone try and fake a Darth Maul before. Yeah. Because like I said, your order, like I said last session, your order has always taught you that any power that's left over from before the Celestial Cleansing is the remnants of Darth Moore's attempts to use warding spells or create relics. Uh, that is the only thing that is left mm-hmm. from the Darth Moore. So the, the Darth Moore themselves are gone. Gone. Yeah. Entirely. So to see a being that... Um, like a reflection. Yeah. Like a, a shadow yeah. of a being like this is... Jarring. At the very least, unsettling. Yeah. Whether you believe it or not, it's unsettling. But would we know what a Darth Maul looks like? Like, would we know, like, that's... And that's... What it was... Right, that's kind of what I'm getting at. That's why I want to try and find validity. I want to make sure that this is real. Yeah. And not just a smoke and mirrors attempt to fool us or deceive us or an illusion or something of that nature. So none, none of you, as far as the paladins or anyone who's learned in any kind of religious aspects of this, have ever heard of a Landion... Right. Never seen read a description of her or anything like that. Um, but being paladins, there's a sense that you have. Um, you know, there, you've been in situations before where, you know, you, you come across cultists who, you know, shout at the sky and make sacrifices. And you didn't get a feeling just empty. like tonight yeah. with any cultist that you've ever fought. Tonight, you felt like there was a presence there. So, if it was fake, it was very convincing. Okay, this is a conversation that I would like to have with my deity at a later time. Gotcha. 
So Perfect. maybe maybe on a on a rest later on. Okay. Is the Next. hag's body still at the where she fell? No. Um, they had moved it. Amaya so moved it up right. to the yeah, platform. Yeah. Right. So seeing you like kind of look going through all this, I'm, I'm like looking at the fading runes. I'm I, I convey to you, whatever this spell is, it's not illusionary. It's not deceitful. It's commuting, which means that whatever she believed she was doing, she thought she was beckoning or communicating with something that she believed to be real. Yes. Um. I guess I just don't. I want to ensure, we, we were told that something could be here, and I just want to confirm that what she was communing with is what we were told that it was supposed to be. I don't, you know, I don't have any evidence to the contrary, so I have no reason to believe it. It isn't true, but it's very, it's, it's unsaid. I've, I've never, never seen something like this before. I'm very while while the two of you are having this conversation, you do see that the uh, that Brianna and Amaya are extinguishing these torches and like pouring out the contents of this cauldron, and Brianna in particular is sitting, uh, you know, um, kind of in a prayer fashion over the body of of Malgra, and seems to be kind of tending to her, muttering some prayers under her breath and things like that, trying to prepare a cleansing ritual, essentially. Still waiting on all of you to um, follow the footpath, but no rush. I'm just letting you know. I'd like to ask Rathanax uh, to come up to you and say, um, what would it do for your faith to find out Can that perhaps your order was trying to protect you from information? Towards the path? Sure. Not trying to be so wrongfully deceitful. great idea. It my would not affect my faith in, in my in my god, but it would affect my faith in my teachers. Unless they were also deceived for the greater good. Right. And this would be information that I would want to immediately address with, or as soon as I could address with um, my instructor. Hmm. I'd like to suggest that we move along. Yeah, so yeah. we can get out of the I've had uh, Ozark flying around. He yes. can tell about. Okay, was he spotted anything? Um, make a perception check in his name and um. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard as soon as I said that. Like, that sounded a little culty. Um, so, what's your stealth check, um, Valinor? Uh, just fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. So you're just gonna scout ahead just a little bit. Ozark yeah. gets advantage on that rely on sight, and his modifier is passive is thirteen, so his modifier would be three, right? That's whatever his wisdom is, yeah. Okay, plus one. Excuse me, one. Seventeen. Seventeen. Okay, no, he does not see anything in the immediate area as far as any threats or anything moving around. Oh, yeah, so, uh, nineteen, sorry. Nineteen, okay, yeah, still still the same. He doesn't see anything moving around. Um, yes. I'm just going to walk along uh, with Wrath and X and just say, I know you seem shaken by this, but... I hope you'll understand if it escapes me a little bit. Religion is not my strong suit. But I, I'm i glad to have someone like you here, and I'll just, like, shake your hand. Yeah, well, and, uh, uh, deep. In, my, in my hand, I'm calling you something. Oh, okay. That's it. I'll, I'll say that. Okay. Um, His hand comes off. <laughs> <laughs> Take it back! <laughs> oh, shit. Like a suction cup, yeah, just like that. 
Alright, so you progress down the fr- a little yeah, further I, down the path, yeah. and you're ahead. Um, so, Valinor, as you um, go through this forest, um, you follow this footpath that is, is barely, barely a footpath. It's not like a... Um, well traversed game path. Exactly, yeah. Maybe maybe a person has been treading this path occasionally. And um, eventually it leads you to the mouth of a cave. Uh, you're maybe maybe a minute ahead of the rest of them, so what do you want to do? Um, I'll stay right here at the, at the mouth of the cave. Mm-hmm. I would like to make a perception check at the mouth of the cave um, for any traps, anything of that nature that might be triggered upon us entering. Okay, specifically for traps? Yes. Okay, you're going to have to get up to the mouth of the cave. Up to the mouth of the cave. Yes. You're going to have to essentially leave stealth and walk up to the front of the cave. How far are we behind here? About a minute. About a minute. Okay. Are you wanting to do that? Yeah. Okay. Does so, Ozark see him do that? <clears throat> uh, sure, yeah, if he was still out. Then he would come down and give you the help action. Okay. So, perception uh, check on that. How? He can communicate telepathically, so it'd be just like one of us giving each other the help action. Well, he can communicate telepathically with you, right? No, he can communicate telepathically with anybody within 100 feet. He can communicate telepathically with me within a mile. Gotcha, okay. Okay. The familiars are helpful. Especially the elder trees. 25. Okay, and you do it with advantage because of the help action. 25. <laughs> um, so with a 25, you see that the mouth of the cave is not trapped. From the inside, you would notice the glow of a campfire. On the inside. On the inside? Yes. Uh, how far How far in is the campfire? It's... About yay far. <laughs> I can't look at it without... Actually, you know what? It's fine. It's, it's fine. Um, and a wild marrow digital token is there. <laughs> okay. Um, you can't see all of this, obviously. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it's pretty well lit in here because of this campfire. And you are, of course, outside here. So within 60 feet, you can probably see pretty well. Okay. So. so yeah. All that. Yep. What do I see? Um, well, I'd say you'd have to make another perception check to look inside. Okay. Um, you, you were making a perception check specifically, specifically for traps, yeah. yeah, so. Which he found on, right? Yeah, that's fine. <clears throat> 16. 16. Um, so you can see the fire. You can see what appears to be a large chunk of meat resting over the fire on a spit. Um, you can see a tent in the far right corner, your right, of the cave. Um, a very tattered nasty, gross-looking tent. To the left, you can see uh, a pile of firewood. You can't quite see this area of the cave. Got you. Um, and you can't quite see anything on this back wall. So, the, the meat. Mm-hmm. Does it look like just meat? Or does it look like people meat? <laughs> <laughs> With a 16, you're going to have to get a little closer to find out. Have but I made it up to him yet? It's about this time that the rest of the party is moving up to you. So I, I would convey... Please the, don't go in there alone. I would <laughs> convey the situation that uh, I didn't see any any 
uh, like mechanical booby traps. Mm-hmm. But obviously, I'm, I'm shit when it comes to magic. And I relay what I've seen in the cave. Okay. Hold on. What is the thing by the campfire? By the campfire? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that, that's thank you, um, Allison. There's also a cauldron right here. It's kind of cast to the side of the fire. Alright. Those are soon come back to my shoulder. Let's see if there's anything else we need to I would like to can I make a perception check? Uh for the inside of the cave? Yeah. Would you like to go a little further in since he's conveyed pretty much everything that can be seen from this? Yeah. Angle? Well specifically so he, he did he, he did perception for the traps up till that point, and then also perception for not traps. Inside the cave. I want to proceed from traps inside the cave. Or is that not necessary? I don't think it's necessary. Okay. He, he, he was looking for traps at the mouth of the cave and rolled pretty high. So he was gotcha. able to tell you as a rogue he's okay. pretty much flushed it out. So okay. I did cast a magic weapon, which is a concentration spell, for an hour on your halberd, I think. Is that still active? Has it been over an hour? No, it has not been over an hour. Okay. So you still have plus one. It's been more than 10 minutes, though, right? Yeah. Uh, I would like to walk in the cave. Thank you. I also would like to walk. <laughs> All right, so take your mini and put it where you would like. Is there a chair? Come on. So as, as you enter this cave, um, you can hear um, the faint sounds of bats chittering and water dripping in the distance. Um, I have tea breaks on. And the smell of cooking meat uh, is abundant in this small cave. As you step in, the crunching of the stone under your feet. These small, like, pebbles and gravel echo and reverberate off the walls. And it's not too long as you enter into the cave that you hear someone from the back wall, the far opposite side, go, Hello? Uh, yes, hello. Hello? So Hi. You, is this your meat? Into the darkness you hear. Bernalia <laughs> <laughs> says, Hello, is this your meat? And then, can I have it? The, you hear from the far back wall, you hear someone say, What? No! No! Help! Help us! Please! I'd like to go towards the voice. Okay. So you're saying it's not your meat. How far would you like to go? <laughs> like I'm, I'm looking to find the voices. Okay, like so I'm come with him, and I'd like to bring out my vial of starlight and say no more so light it up. Okay, gotcha. So let me do... Is that a hole or just a dark space? This is a hole okay. in the ground. So where is everyone else? I would like right. to stealth up to that tent. Okay, make a stealth check. Does that work? Um, so the voice is coming from in the hole? Yes. Oh. So remind me what this pile of wood is here. <laughs> is it just a pile of wood? Uh, you're going to look at it and make a perception check, Meryl? Uh... Right behind Rathanax. Right behind Rathanax. Okay, gotcha. And your perception check? 20. 20. Uh, not natural. So, yes, the wood seems to be all wood. There is this corner over here where you can't see anything. It's kind of dark um, beyond it. But as you raise the file of starlight and say... Lumos. Lumos. Um, this bright light sheds into what is probably a good, like, 20-foot drop down into this pit, and you can see two humanoids down in the bottom, in addition to maybe two or three humanoids that appear to be deceased um, from a while. Um, but two of them are very much alive. You see as they flinch and wince as the light um, 
shines down onto them. And one of them goes, uh, Malgra, she's... And it's about that time that all of you hear things begin to move at these two sections of boulders. You see as they begin to... These, like, piles of boulders begin to sprout roots and crawl across the floor of the cave and rise. I need everyone to roll initiative. My stealth checks uh, still still in play. And still in play, yes. That's a terrible roll. So 26, my stealth check. Just FYI. Okay. I've got a tray right outside that door with, like, each reason. Alright, so we got Alistair, Linvala, Merrill, Nicholas, Ozark, Raphnax, Renalia, and Valinor. Okay. And we're gonna roll initiative. Alright, Alistair. Eleven. It was on eleven. Oh, what about that? Oh, wait a second. We gotta hit reload when you should. If it comes back to 11, it's a witch murder. Um, Valinor. It's, it's, it'll be the same. Valinor. 22. Wrath and Axe. Um, it's a zero. Oh, uh, yeah. Just so knows, you don't have to roll initiative as soon as I ask you. You could roll initiative ahead of Well, I was trying to... I was just saying... I'm trying to get caught up. Yeah. It's a 10. A 10, okay. You suck, three motherfucker. Yeah, it's going to be a big draw on that. You can't, you can't draw ahead fast. Okay, you got to wait till I ask you. 36. All right. Alistair. 11. It was still on 11. Renalia. 19. Uh, Meryl. 7. Uh, Limbala. 3. Nicholas. 6. Alright. Ozark also rolled a six. Uh, give me this. Well, for some reason it didn't, uh. For some reason he rolled an 11 and it didn't give me the option to add him on there. I'll keep that in mind next time, but his initiative is even higher. This is an 11. And I don't know how to change it. How tall is it? Yes. How high is the ceiling? Um, I'm gonna say probably like a good forty feet. Okay. All right. So here and here, growing out. Everybody, help me remember this. Brown is gonna be one, and gray is gonna be two. Okay. Yeah. Um, growing out of these rocks is this mound of like earth and roots and moss that rises almost to the roof of the cave and, like, produces these two long appendages as they writhe with roots. Uh, first up is Valinor Quintonor. Alright, I'm going to, uh... I'm already, I'm already hidden, so I'm just going to go ahead and tap my bow. Okay. So this is going to be sneak attack, bit advantage. Thank God. Much better. Uh, twenty-three to hit. Twenty-three. Yeah. Uh, that will hit. I was about to say. Are you? Are you not sure about that? 
that's gonna be That's going to be a 10 plus 3 is 13. 13 points of damage on number 1? Yep. And then, uh, bonus action, stealth, and high. Alright. Just remember your numbers, okay? <laughs> Trying to throw your dice across the room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, but uh, if that ends your turn, that makes it Renalia Valrain's turn. Okay. You see the man with, like, moss and... Yes. They're definitely, like... Maybe, um, like mounds of earth and moss and vines. So they're flammable. Maybe. Well, we're going to see if they're flammable. Um, so I will do a breath weapon. Wait. Fifteen foot cone. Okay, so what? does it does it specify that you can pick a target, or is it just a fifteen foot cone? It's a fifteen foot cone. I've tried to move over, so I wouldn't get everybody. Do okay, I'm gonna say move? use your movement to just move, move right here. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I'm gonna say right there you wouldn't hit anybody. Okay. Okay, gotcha. So that's a check on my end, isn't it? Yeah, and then you have to make a DC ten saving throw, taking. What kind of saving throw? Um, probably the uh, dex. Dex. Yeah. No bonuses to that. That's a three. Yeah, you fail. Okay. I need to do... It's only two. It's okay. It never bothered me when, you know, me and my teacher said it. <laughs> so seven. Seven points of damage. Fire damage. To number one. Yes. Um, so, as you... Um, as you unleash this torrent uh, breath weapon of yours, you notice that none of the flames really seem to take, per se. Like, all the moss is singed, but, like, the boulders and, like, dry roots, or, I'm sorry, the wet roots, like, uh, on this creature don't seem to take the fire all that well. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, that was your action, I do believe, so do you have anything else? I am going to... Yes. Right? Sure. I'm just Gotcha. Wait, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm not. Reach is not that good. Okay, gotcha. Alright, so does that end your turn? Yes. Did you go stealth or anything? No. You want to? Where can I stealth? You can stealth with me. Um yeah, you could maybe get behind the tent. Do I have a, I didn't think I have a room. I mean, you could... Well, that's five, ten, or fifteen. Yeah, you could go inside the tent if you want to. I'm going to go inside the tent! Okay, gotcha. So inside this darkness, as you bust through the entrance of this uh, tent, you're overwhelmed by the smell, uh, and it is not pleasant. But besides that, they're pretty much only just like a bed, like a bedding inside the tent. Somebody was eating rotten blood. 
Yeah, that's true. Like, I, I was thinking yeah. Temple of Mimic. Did you draw your spell? <laughs> oh, yeah, I need to draw Yes, and remember your, um, remember your spell, okay? Okay. Alright, so that makes it the Shambling Mound, number one's turn. Oh, Shambling Mound! He is going to move the five feet. He's going to take an opportunity attack. Gotcha. Okay. That's a 20 to hit. That hits. That's going to be 10 damage. 10 damage. Slashing. Alright. Gotcha. So that makes it its turn. It is going to roll to attack you. It's a... Uh, natural 20. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, Yay. my lord. That doesn't hit. <laughs> that doesn't hit. <laughs> um, so, yikes. Uh, I was not expecting that out the gate. What do you have? That's too many dice. Okay. That's 20 points of damage. With a natural 20. It's not, honestly. Yeah, if I wouldn't have used my reaction, I could have rebuked the violet and put the damage right back on him. Uh, yeah. Do you not have shield? That's okay, Mike. Hmm? You have shield? No, it's natural 20. I'm not going to see. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well. Um, then he's going to attack you a second time. Oh, God. That's a 17 plus his modifier, so 24. Okay. Um, that's just a normal hit, though. That's only seven points of damage. I don't think we're on fifteens and above. Hey, won't you hush? <laughs> right. Hey, now, just chill out, man. He used both of his slam attacks to attack you. Okay. Uh, so his hands or his limbs came down and got to wrap you in these vines momentarily. One hand stayed on you while the other reared back and struck again. And when he did, you felt these vines wrapped entirely around your body, and he pulls you in and engulfs you. What does that mean? You will. You'll get an opportunity. Um, engulfs a medium or small creature that is... Hold on one second. Sweet <laughs> the Shambling Mound makes two attacks, two slam attacks. If both attacks hit, a medium or small target is uh, the target is grappled. Okay. Grappled is not. Yeah. Well, so yeah. then it says the Shambling Mound engulfs a medium or small creature grappled by it. The engulfed target is blinded and restrained oh, and unable to breathe. Oh my God! Oh my God. <laughs> That joke didn't get enough. Hold on, I think. Yeah, so, think. blinded, grappled, restrained, yeah. and unable Well, to grappled would be canceled out by restrained. Okay. Yeah. What was That's that? What awesome. was that joke? I said he missed an opportunity to say, come on and slam and welcome to the jam. <laughs> 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 I'm glad, I'm glad that I'm got them all again. I, I, I appreciate, appreciate that, that you. Uh, yeah, that that deserved repeat. All right, gotcha. So that's going to end the shambling mounds turn. That makes it number two's turn. What? Five, ten, fifteen. He's coming for Athenax. 
Do we not have anybody that's not a medium sized creature? Alright, Rathax, he's going to unleash uh, Slam Attack on you. Skip it, Paps. That's a three in his, set, uh, three in his modifier, so no, ten. Is he in it? Oh, and that's still bad. Two in his modifier, so. Miss again. Yeah, both of them miss. So I engulf him. <laughs> Bear oh, I'm so glad you oh, can no. be lighthearted in a moment like this. Let's see if I can't up it a little so bit. So there, there are people hey, in this pit, huh? To be clear, there are people in this pit. From last you saw, yes. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Okay. So that makes it Ozark's turn. So I shouldn't. Ozark goes for me. Yeah. All right. Cool. So Ozark is going to fly and land on Rathanax's shoulder. Do you have a D4 for me? I sure do. I'll just put him, just no, put him yeah. over the pit. Okay. Why don't you have a little eagle, sir? Because uh, you're not an eagle, dummy. And he will <laughs> use, he will uh, take the help action for Rathanax's first strike. Gotcha. <clears throat> Does that end his turn? Uh, that will end his turn. Now it's Alistair's turn. Out there. I'm going to say, uh... Skibbity five, five, <laughs> 10, 15, 20. <laughs> and question, if, I, if that one moves, does she move with it? Yes. I, I, I've got I've got an idea. I got an idea. We're in combat. You can't talk about it. I'm just saying. Uh, he will. Rathnax is dodging 20, these two slam attacks. I have an idea. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna attack this one with Eldritch Blast. Okay. Eldritch so Blast. Same idea as me, but he's apparently concerned about the people in the pit. Uh, I mean, twenty to hit. Twenty will hit. 50% of them didn't make it. Yeah. <laughs> nine points, or no, it's well, 100 Sorry, of six. It, Ten points of uh, force damage. Ten points of force damage to number two. Yes, and he will be knocked ten feet this way. Into the pit. No, no, no. I'm here. Uh-huh. I should have angled myself better right there. Okay. I want him to come Oh, okay, you're wanting him I don't want him to fall in the pit. Gotcha, okay. So, like... Five ten. Take off uh, um, uh, no, that's ten. One. Yeah, for the purpose of movement. Yeah. All take right. off from um, Rathanax. From Rathanax, yes. Ozark's on his What's that? Right. Attack of opportunity. Yes. So you want to go ahead and use the help action now or on his turn? Smite that ass. He wants to use it now. So go ahead and roll an attack of opportunity. With with advantage for the help. For the purposes of combat it is. Okay. With with advantage because of help? Yes. Okay, that's a 16. 16 just hit. Yeah! 22 hits. Smite him. Mighty Smite him. Smite him. No, well, Smite him! (laughs) Easy on your spell slots, Chief. Yeah, I need to be easy on the spell slots. We haven't rested yet. Nine points of thunder damage for me. Thunder or lightning? Thunder. I re-roll on ones and twos. Uh, I, mean, I think there's thunder damage. <laughs> yeah, so that's yeah, yeah, thunder, thunder damage. Thunder damage is thunder. Yeah, sixteen down. points of damage. Shatter, thunder step, all that stuff. Yeah. Wait a second. So is lightning the same as thunder? No. no. Lightning. Lightning is like lightning bolt. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Lightning's electricity. All right. How many points of damage? Sixteen points of damage. I was talking him. Nine. Nine and sixteen. He also has disadvantage on attacking anybody but me. Awesome. 25 total. Did he die? He did not. <laughs> um, and he has disadvantage on attacking anyone but you. Yes. Okay, gotcha. Second blast. Okay. Uh, 21 to hit. That will hit. He's not going to move back this time. Oh, it's a 10. 14 points force damage, and I'm not moving him back. Wow. Okay. Bonus action. 
Uh, because of my Pact of the Chain, I can make Ozark, Ozark will attack on my bonus action. And he will use his Sting attack. Ah, 14 hit. 14 misses. Alright. That'll end my turn. Zach. Yes. Disregard the disadvantage. Uh, it ends at the start of my next turn. Gotcha. That makes it rough in Axe's turn. Okay. I would like to rage. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I would like to cast the command spell, but I need permission to modify it. Because it does say that some typical commands and their effects are listed below, but you might issue a command other than the one described here if the DM says it's okay. What's the command? I want to command Shambling Mound number one to release Linvala. Release? One word command? One it would be a one-word command, release. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing, but it has to be a creature I can see. And then, so. it's, a, and then it's a wisdom saving for, for him. All out. Yay! Yay! Um, don't expect it to work on bigger stuff, but I'll say... Yeah, no, no, no. Okay, the gotcha. Of the so, uh, wisdom save? Yeah. What's Thir- the DC? 13. Oh, that's 14. Ah, yeah. son of a bitch! Actually, I want you to look at that. <laughs> you can see it. Can you tag I'm sure you can. 14. Yeah, yeah. Ah, that was close. Piece of shit. I feel shitty on that one. Yeah. All right, so that's your, to get you out. That's your action. Yeah, that was my action. Um. Okay. I'm going to move. Can I? Um, what's the word? Hurt my leg. Okay. Brainstorm. No, the interact. Wolverine. Freelance. Brain blast. <laughs> Swap. No. Can you do All right, come on. Declaration of Independence. Sit there. Do the thing. Flank. 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 Can I flank him with Ozark? Um. Yeah, you're in rocks right here, bud. I know, but it, the what I'm I'm trying to make a point. Can I? If I stand on this side somewhere, can I flank? Can I get? Advantage from Ozark. From Ozark. E- or did we, have we have we made a determination? Look, on that you, yet? you can stand right here on these boulders, but I'm going to say that some penalties might apply if you roll really low on stuff. Go for it. That's I boulders know. that you're standing on. Okay. Be then, I'm, then I'm going nice to move. Boulders. I'm going to stand like right here. Okay. Which is directly next to the boulders, and just assume that Ozark's going to move directly opposite me <laughs> <laughs> when he gets the next chance to do right. so. Is that in your turn? Yes. Uh, the problem is, is, right there, Ozark cannot help you because he has to be within five feet of you to that's, give you the help action. That's fine. That's okay. Fine. okay. Meryl, that makes it your turn. Okay. <laughs> Meryl. I will... Because either help action or flight. He's in this square, correct? Mm-hmm. This right here? Yes. She's in there. Mm-hmm. So I'm running more than 10 feet. I am going to use the charger. Okay. If I run over 10 feet, I can add, use a bonus action to add 5 to the damage. Gotcha. Wait. Okay. Aren't they like a thing, though? What thing? It's like melding together She's just being technically. Yeah, she's him. she's engulfed into him. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, I can hit it and not hurt. Yeah, I don't. Think. Oh, okay. It's not really. Like, she's like it's like a cage it. around her. Yeah. Okay, I was like, oh. Is he God. flanked because she's in her? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. She's just like stabbing. Uh, yeah. First attack. Come on, come on, come on, come on. That's not good. Eleven hit. That misses. Second attack. Let me see if I still get to add five to the second attack. With the charger? Yeah. I believe not. It's your first attack. 
Your first, your first attack did hit. If you move in that immediately before taking this bonus action. So it has. I have to move ten feet and then take the bonus action. So I mean, it's yeah. I'm gonna say it does. This doesn't work that way. Okay, that's fine. All right. So second attack is just gonna be mm, strike. Okay. Nice. Natural twenty. Nice. Natural 20. Nice. Good job. So it's four d eight plus four. That is total of 22 points of thunder damage, and he has disadvantage on attack anybody. Thunder! Did you do your modifier twice on there? No. Okay. Um, that's number one, you said 22? Yes. Alright. Does that end your turn? Yes. Alright, that makes it Nicholas's turn. Nikolai! I'm gonna fuck my cow. All my attacks are AoEs. Uh, handle your business. Please don't kill him. <laughs> oh, that's a fair point, too. Alright, so... I'm just gonna go over here... Alright, uh... Move here. I'm just gonna use cutting words on that one. So that was, um, 5, 10, 15 feet? Yeah. Okay. I'm not gonna move anymore, so... Gotcha. Okay, uh, use cutting words? Yeah, on the gray one. Okay. Number two. I'm not cutting words, I'm sorry. Vicious mockery. Vicious mockery. Kyle was gotcha. looking at cutting words. So. What do you say? Uh, <laughs> uh, so you have to make a wisdom saving throw. The 15th. Wisdom saving throw yeah. on number two. How wise can a rock be? Uh, that's 15. <laughs> so the saving throw is 15. Uh, beats it, beats it. Okay, so it doesn't Everything is beats it, beats it. Okay, so it Homebrew campaign. Talking to, I was talking to those people. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so it takes four damage and it has disadvantage on its next attack roll. Gotcha. Four points of damage. Nice. Alright. What do you say to it? Take this, you big mossy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you ever want to tell him he's the bad wood? What? The no? Bad wood? Never mind. Okay. I don't get it either. You said <laughs> four, four, points of, four points of damage. Um, so, as an action, you can make a check to try and get out if you'd like to. Did release not work? No, it did not. Is These it are made a of wood. Check? No, not entirely. It's mostly soil and rock with some vines. And it's wet. Yeah. Um, it's a grapple, right? It is a constitution it's a grapple, check. It's a grapple. Constitution, Constitution saving throw. Mm-hmm. Shit. All you gotta do is roll That's higher than average. Mm-hmm. For some, that's what average. happens when Ozark does. I don't know if I trust my <laughs> You can get Ozark back, though, right? We get a new Ozark. We don't want to. <laughs> well, Alright. We get Ozark 2. There we go. Nice. 20. 20. Nice. Good job. So you managed to like rip out of this uh, viney like prison that you're in uh, and come right back where you were. Okay. So that's your action. Bonus action, Limbaugh is pissed. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Is that in your turn? That's my turn. Okay. Top of the round of Valinor. 
Fuck it. All right, um, I'm gonna pull out my two uh, my two elder sabers, uh-huh. which now grants me an armor class of 15. Gives me a plus one while they're out. Right. Uh, the wielder feet. Yeah, I think is what it is. Oh. So I get advantage because of how flex. And sneak attack. So 14 plus 20, uh, 30, 20 to hit. That hits. All right. So first one's a sneak attack. Seven, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen points of damage. Okay. And then bonus action when I attack again. Gotcha. Sixteen points of damage, you said? Yeah. Okay. Oh! That would have been so good. Uh, so six... 12 to hit. 12 misses. Damn, that was almost natural 20. Alright, uh. So that was most of my movement. My action, bonus action. I want to stay right there. Okay. Good job. Efficient turn. Love it. Renalia. Okay, I'm gonna poke my head out of the sneaky. Yeah. <laughs> Spree fire! Spree fire out the tent! That <laughs> will! Does it count as a sneak attack? I mean, y'all are also ready. It's the same. Right, it's the same. Throw a dagger. Okay, gotcha. Because you're still stealth, and oh, you shit, have allies. You get a big Yeah, you, oh, yeah. Yay, you were stealth, right? Yeah. Okay. Yay, that's not bad. That's not good. So, that is. I'm here. Eleven points of damage. Yep. And bonus action to dip back inside the sneak tent. Bonus action to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you stealth again. Yep. Roll a stealth check. Make sure you remember it. Okay. All right. Does that end your turn? Yes. All right. That makes it shambling mound number one's turn. Um. So the last thing to attack it was Valinor. Yep. So it's going to attack Valinor. Bring it on. Didn't you hide? No, you didn't. Wait. What the last thing to attack? No, no, no. Wait. It's focused on you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because yeah, it has can't. disadvantage on everything else, so it's going to attack Meryl. Great. Good call. Um, <laughs> he said good call. <laughs> <laughs> he said fuck Meryl. <laughs> I like how he went real quick. All right, that's a natural 20. <laughs> oh my Shit. god. That's a what? Hey, does you, yeah, natural 20. I need you to roll oh real nice and not natural. use this software anymore. <laughs> I mean, it's fucking uh, us. It may force him to take the damage that he deals out, though. Uh, uh, pretty good on the extra dice too. Pretty good extra dice. What the fuck? What the fuck? You ready to die? Top of the round, right? Okay. Oh my god. All right, that's 19 points of damage. Rebuke the violent. He's gonna make a wisdom saving throw DC fourteen. Uh, if he fails, he takes that same damage. But he still takes it, right? He still takes okay. it, but it also goes. All right, and that's your reaction. Yes. <laughs> Just like revenge. That's a fifteen. Fuck. Tried man. Roll a fifteen on dice with zero modifier. All right, so you take nineteen points of damage, and he's gonna make another attack. That is fourteen plus his modifier, twenty one. Yeah. Yep. Hit, motherfucker. This normal hit, right. 15 points of damage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. 
You're unconscious? That's the exact noise I make. <laughs> <laughs> Are you unconscious? Yes. Yes. Oh, God. Right. I got you, man. Um, he also hit with both of his attacks, which means oh, he engulfed you. No. Damn it. He already can't breathe. So he just drags the unconscious oh, body into himself. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Oh, my God. All right. That makes um, it Shambling Mound number two's turn. That's Shambling Mound number one is um, fucking it up. It is going to go after Rathanax because it is the biggest, meanest target it can see. It has disadvantage. Yeah. It has disadvantage. He fights like a tank, but he doesn't get hit like one. Because <laughs> he's not tanking. Are you talking about your disadvantage? That's a 17. Hit. That hits? Yeah. Armor class 16. <sighs> you don't have shield? No, I don't have shield. Okay. Alright. <gasps> no, I've got a great axe. Got no, no, like the, 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 the spell. spell. Oh, the spell shield. No, Fif- I don't. 15 points of damage. Okay, that's fine. I'm at full health. We're good. Right, so was he. So was he. Oh, with a disadvantage, it was nine. Miss. That would have been... <laughs> he rolled pretty high on the first one, though. Okay. So he cannot engulf you. That ends his turn. You said it was 15 points of damage? Yeah, on the first one. That hurt. That makes it Ozark's turn. Ozark is going to move. So, okay. I, I, I'm sorry for fucking like this, Kyle. Cutting word. Or vicious mockery only works for one attack roll. It does not work for both. So your first one would have had disadvantage, second one would have... So 26 would have hit. Yeah. So it's already, it's already done. We've already moved on to the next turn. <laughs> <laughs> you can maybe try it again next time. Go ahead. <laughs> Are you are you are you really there, Mr. Hill? Huh? Zach like, said he got to write that down. Oh my god. He's taking him. Oh god. <laughs> So you're not dealing damage to him, right? Oh, I'm now. still naming. Yeah, dealing damage. Well, I'm not going to say that word. It's on your damage roll. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, you want to do on the attack roll or the damage roll? Uh, well, the damage roll because you've already told me the results of the attack okay, roll. Okay, gotcha. All right. So his damage is ooh, lucky, lucky bitch. Six points of damage uh, reduced by three. Reduced by three, so, so three. three. So I fucked you, but then I also saved you a little bit. <laughs> Thanks. I want to be honest. I, you know, what's your current? What's your current HP? Uh, Thirty-four. Thirty-four. Gotcha. It's kind of like getting fucked up the ass, but then being tossed to twenty afterwards. Yeah. I don't have any experience with that. So, anyways, um, that will end his turn. That's Ozark's turn. All right. Ozark is going to move here. Uh huh. Directly behind. Uh, Rathanax trying to make a line. Gotcha. And will hold. No, he will take the dodge action. Okay. Sweet. What does that do? Uh, just any attack roll against him has disadvantage till the start of his next turn. That makes it Alistair's turn. And it doesn't save him from like saves, like wisdom. Saves. He has advantage on saving okay. throws and uh, dis- attacks against him have disadvantage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Alistair, can he see Meryl, or is Meryl engulfed? No, he cannot see Meryl. He can see the target, the shambling mound. I don't want to do damage to it and fuck you up and cause you to fail two death saves. It won't won't do that. Yeah. It won't. That's not part of that. Alright, well, he's going to take one against both of them. Okay. First one against number two there. Uh, 22 to hit. That's going to hit. This time, uh, it's only six points of force damage, but he will still push him back ten feet. Okay, which makes an attack of opportunity for Rathnax. And Ozark. Ozark still has his reaction. Okay. Doesn't he... Can he... He can only attack when you command him to, though. Because he's a familiar. 
Uh, he can also, he can't attack on his turn. He still maintains his reaction, and he can attack as my bonus action. Yeah, but I'm saying it costs you a bonus action to attack, so... So he can't do attacks of opportunity? I mean, unless you want to... I mean, complete. You I, tell me... I'm going to say it has to happen on your turn, because it's part of your pact thing, right? That allows him to attack for my bonus action. Yeah, that's action. what I'm saying. So, okay, so, so he, he uses your bonus a, action to use the attack. So he doesn't get a reaction, then? Uh, well, he can take a reaction, it just can't be the attack action. Gotcha. Okay. Um... Alright. So would I would I still get an opportunity attack? You would. Or uh, I'm sorry, an advantage on that opportunity attack? Uh did he help him? No, he took the dodge. So no. But he was flanked. Yeah. When he, he, he exited combat he was flanked. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. Smite that ass. So that's a thirteen plus eight, twenty three hit. Okay. That one's going to smite. And that's uh, at a level one. That's three d eight. Yep. Plus the damage done. Find him. Find him with divine fury. We roll ones and twos. Yes, you do, son. So six plus five. That's eleven. Much better. Yeah, eleven. That's fifteen. Uh, that's 13. 15 and 13 is 28. 28 points of damage. Nice. Nice. That was a chunk of damage. Alright. So you slash this great axe across its torso as it's knocked 10 feet in the distance with uh, this Eldritch Energy. Second attack. Second attack. I'm going to move 5, 10, 15. Mm -hmm. Be in direct line and try to slam him up against the wall. Gotcha. Tiki. Uh, 19 to hit. That hits. Uh, didn't need to roll it out. Yeah, okay. 14 uh. points of, <laughs> 14 points of uh, force damage. Gotcha. And he will be moved back 10 feet. He's uh, huge or smaller, right? Um, Like medium? Uh, yeah, he, huge? I, it'll work on him. I'm okay. pretty sure. Let's see. Um, wouldn't Colossal be the only thing bigger than that? Yeah. Colossal is Yeah, then yeah, it'll work. Let me double check. Oh, it doesn't. Oh, he's never, large. He's never, large. Never mind. It doesn't have a, a size limit. Okay, gotcha. Um, and that would have moved him ten. So this little square is ten feet away. Yeah, but for the purposes of combat, it's yes, 10, 15 it feet. It would away. prompt an attack of opportunity from Valinor right. and Linvala. I've already used my reaction. I got gotcha. you. Okay, thank you. For so I'll uh, I'll take that. I'll take that reaction with advantage because it's flanked. That's thirteen. We're going to roll that 13. 13 plus 6. It's going to be 19. 19 to hit hits. Alright, and that's just going to be a D8. No sneak attack. Don't you get sneak attack every time you have advantage? I do. 9 plus 3, 11. Does this say you can only take sneak attack once per turn? Uh, it does say once per turn. Yeah. So we will disregard the 5. So that is. You still get a, you still get damage. Yeah, free damage. Yeah, so seven, seven points of damage. Seven points of damage, not yep. bad for free damage. All right, bonus action. Uh, can I? Ozark has to be within five feet to take the attack action as a bon, as my bonus action. Yes. Can I hold that? Command him to hold his attack for whenever the enemy comes back in range. If not, I'll just use something else. Yeah, I feel like that's just complicating it a little yeah. bit. I'll say, I'll say I'll allow it, but... 
Yeah, I'll allow it for now, and I'll have to do a little more research on it. Okay, so I'll, I'll hold my bonus action to... Gotcha. Okay. So, gotcha. All right, Rathanax. So, he exited combat range for me, right? Yes. Okay, so I need to move up to... Well, on the rocks there, mm-hmm. is he... Is that, like, high ground? Am I going to be attacking rough in rough terrain? Is it what... It would probably be rough terrain, but that doesn't affect your attack. Okay. It only means that ex- it's extra movement to get there. Okay. So I'm going to I'm gonna give drop him your dice. Good, yeah, I'm gonna give him a good weapon. Fuck him up. There we go. Okay. Uh, fifteen plus eight, twenty-three to hit. That hits. It rolled off of a natural twenty. Though. <laughs> That's Twelve on the dice. Seventeen points of damage. Seventeen points of damage. So I, I you, do that. I do that too. You um, rake this great axe across the front of it as it's on the back pedal, like it's stepping back still from this eldritch energy, and it's trying to catch itself on this mound of stones. And as it's off balance, that was your first attack. Yeah. Okay. As it's off balance, you swipe with an uppercut with your great axe, and you see as the front of it splits open and it falls back onto the ground, unmoving. Nice. Where's the other one? Currently suffocating Meryl. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all of my movement to get as close to that one as possible. Gotcha. 30, 30, 30 feet. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 would get you there. Without okay. moving into uh, occupied spaces. Yeah. That's that's fine. Alright. Is that in your turn? It does. Meryl, make a death saving throw for me. Is it a two? It's a five. Okay. No, I don't think so. All right, that ends your turn. Uh, Nicholas's turn. I have a question. Yes. Would AOE damage hit him as well, being inside, like encased in this creature? I think it would depend on the damage. What kind, what kind of damage? Yeah, what kind of damage? Uh, thunder damage. Yes. I would really like to not kill you. It's only melee attacks that impose the auto crit with two fails, right? See if you take damage. Yeah, so if he takes damage at all, he's going to die. He dipped. If it was like fire or something like that, like something that's only surface, then I I might feel a little bit different. But I think regardless rules as written, it's... Yeah. It would be damage. And that's why I asked, because I didn't want to kill him in a different way. (laughs) Alright, so... How does it feel to be in my shoes? Yes, absolutely. Okay, and I'm gonna... Can I see him at all in case... Now he's engulfed. You always got your crossbow. The trusty crossbow. Yeah. I need to hit that diamond. You could always inspire yourself too. Yeah. Or you could inspire Meryl for his death saving throws. I can't see him. him. You can't see or hear him. Yeah. What are you gonna do? So he can't hear. No, he's unconscious. He's unconscious. He's unconscious. So. Yeah, but thunder. Yeah. Okay. All right. um, What does your bardic inspiration do? I also, I don't think I can inspire myself. Can I? Yep. Scanlan Shortheart reached to do it all the time. Interesting. Inspire yourself, fool. 
No, it says, as a bonus action, a creature other than you within 60 feet. Well, then they changed it because of Sam Regal. (laughs) (laughs) Sam, you piece of shit. (laughs) We're going to yell. wrong. I'm just kidding, Sam. If you hear this, we love you. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. I love your t-shirts. I'm just going to go crossbow, I guess. Okay. Um, Yeah, all right. I'm going to crossbow this dude. Uh, That's 80 feet. That's plenty. So... Shoot him! A 21 to hit. That'll hit. Shoot him. Uh, five damage. Five damage. So you're already cocked and ready crossbow. You thunk, and you see as it hits right into um, the side of this thing's like bulbous mass that looks like its head. And as it takes the damage, it slides off of one of the rocks that it's standing on and crashes to the ground. I'm moving. Okay. Uh, I'm Meryl's sure that didn't affect you at all. Reach <laughs> out and level two cure wounds. Did Meryl come out? Well, hold on. You got to you got to peel him out first. Oh, okay. So, um, let's do this. Does he... It's not a difficult DC, but let's say that Linvala and Valinor and Rathanax. Um, I need everyone to actually. I need one person to do it with advantage. I've got a one. strength check. I got a plus two to strength. I have. Like he's going to be the strength guy, but hold on. I have a plus four to strength. Go. Go for it with advantage. Yes. Now roll? all three of you are helping. Yeah. So he's giving him advantage. Uh, yeah, seventeen that's plus four. That's Twenty-one. You managed to rip open these uh, roots and rocks and everything like that. Um, I'd say that's within six seconds. You know? Oh yeah. 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 Don't make him make yeah. another. Dose. Okay. Yeah. I thought that was within six seconds. So yeah. Level you, two cure wounds. Level two cure wounds. So all of you watch as Meryl <gasps> takes another breath <clears throat> as um, he's still inside of this coffin <laughs> of wood and earth. It's been just pulled apart. Well, now I know how the iron on the anvil feels. <laughs> <laughs> That is a pretty epic thing to say. <laughs> I am out of space. All right, so we are out of combat. Okay, I want to go over to the hole and look down. Are there are there two people still alive? Uh, do you pull your light back out? Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yes, there are. I want you to not say that particular name again, ever. Okay. Okay. Can I... With... <laughs> with... Uh, don't you fucking do it. <laughs> with, even if it's not the reason why, I'm <laughs> superstitious, man. Um, with rope, could I reach them? Or would they okay. be able to, like, climb out? Or... Uh, I don't want to go in the hole. I want them to come out. Yeah, I'd say you need rope. I've got rope. Okay, so we can we fashion something? Yeah, absolutely. To... We can maneuver right through that. Yeah, you do manage to get them out of the hole. Um, as soon as you get them out, you can see that they are. It is two extremely emaciated humans, a male and a female. Um, I'm sorry. Before before they come out, uh-huh. can we fashion a, uh, a what's it called? Not a gurney. Um, shit. Maybe a gurney. Something to something something that we can load the two bodies onto and lift the bodies up as well. I want I want all of them to come out. Oh, you want all the bodies? Yeah. Okay. Well, then I would say that you probably would have asked 
the villagers to load them up onto a... Yes. Or tie them to the rope or something like that. Right. Okay. Gotcha. So, yeah, you do manage to get all of them out. Yeah. I'd like to take... You said they look emaciated? Yes. I'd like to take two of my rations and give them to them. Okay, gotcha. There's a big chunk of meat roasting over the fire. <laughs> I don't know if I trust that. Stinky meat. That's Carl. I <laughs> I'd like to check this dark area just to see if there's anything over there. Okay. So you go and check this roll initiative. Not <laughs> <laughs> yes. I've got a big old spell. I'm there by myself with that guy. Okay. So you walk over and what you see is a pile of what appears to be human remains for the most part, almost entirely human remains. Um, you can see that there's a bunch of bones stacked up. The smell is putrid. Um, and there's like a pile of boots and clothing, like boots, clothing, things like that, uh, next to the uh, bones. I'd love to check through the clothing for like solids, like any identifying. As soon as you start going through the clothing, you see that all the pockets have been turned out. Gotcha. Okay. I would like to rip open the Okay. You take your knife and. Yes. Rip it open. Okay. Everybody has to smell it. And you emerge. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm trying to like get more. Light in there so I can see what's in there. I'd like to move. Does he have dark vision? No, I have dark vision. I'm moving over here. I'm like trying to check. Yes. Normal. Okay. I'm going to move. Normal. Yeah. Okay. I got a plus five to investigation. All right. So plus seven. I'm hoping. Are you opening the chest? I'm going to look for traps first. Okay. Is that in perception or investigation? It would be investigation. Okay. Uh, thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, with a 13, you do see that it does appear to be arcanely trapped of some kind. Ah. Right in your wheelhouse. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You've come out of the tent. The three of you are kind of standing around. By the way, uh, everybody, Meryl, who was just dead, um, jumps up and immediately just goes, The chest! And runs <laughs> over. We all know where he's I don't have mage hand prepared. So. I do. Hang um, on. Do the I thing. Well, what I if it blows it up? Okay, everybody but me. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, can we move back uh, thirty? You know, move back over to like. I would like to pick up the two bodies of the villagers and, and start to move towards the entrance. Okay. Yeah, I'm moving back there. And I'll mage hand open the chest. Okay, so you flip open the unlocked latch, and then as soon as it opens, you see as this red glyph that was on the inside goes counterspell. Oh shit. Well, I mean, if it, if counterspell works, then it works. It worked. Okay, cool. Counterspell. Um, because you used it, so yes. Okay, so counterspell. Um, very nice. It oh, works no. because it is. What's the level? Uh, it's max level, third level. So anything below third level is dispelled. Third level, second, third, second, first. Yeah. Third, second, first are dispelled. Yes. Okay, then yes, it is dispelled. Okay. Going to party. Okay. All right. Do you look in that area, like that chest and that thing that's right next to it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Pretty cool feature right here. <laughs> the two people we saved are just like, can we go home? Where there was no gold before, there is now gold. Holy shit. Inside the cauldron. Oh, cheap, mate. I'm saying you it's couldn't see it a minute ago. Yeah, and now you when you look it. in the pot, you can see it. Um, there is gold, copper, silver, just an assortment of random coins. Inside the chest is a variety of things: clothing, um, a pair of nice shoes that um, you know are, are a little nicer than the ones that are uh, over there where 
Nicholas is, as well they, as you might want to get your notes ready. Are they gnome shoes? <laughs> uh, they are not gnome shoes, no. Um, are the shoes worth notating? Uh, no. Alright, so you find six art relics that are all like knickknacks and things like that made out of ornate or expensive metals. Mm-hmm. Um, each, of them, either, each of them are worth 25 GP each. You find three, what appear to be three potion bottles. Just empty potion bottles? No, they are full. Can I do an archon Sure. Okay. 18. 18. So these are all pretty common um, potions that you would have seen working in like artisan guilds and things like that. Um, one of them is an oil of slipperiness. One is a potion of hill giant strength. And one is a potion of health greater. I'm going to ask who's holding on to that potion. Hang on. One's oil of slipperiness? Yes. One potion of hill giant? Uh, oil of slipperiness, hill giant strength, and a greater healing potion. He's got the least amount of HP. Well, I feel like old Mister Nobody can attack me without, or nobody can attack anybody else without taking disadvantage. All right, have the all right, all right. <laughs> I get the point, but I think I might be a little bit more resilient than uh, some bars entertainment. Yeah, I but know. I have yet to be hit by any of these things. Ooh. Well, that's not you going to take note of that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can split I, it up later if y'all like. I'll take. I'm willing to take the oil of slipperiness. I think that might be useful. I don't know what the of slipperiness does. Makes things slippery. I, if, thank you, Jeff. I figured as much. If somebody dies, I just could potentially bring them back. I don't want it necessarily a potion of healing. If I go down and it looks like someone else may perhaps bring me back with it, and then I can bring them back. That works. Which comes to us. Anybody can hold on to it. I would just like that to be taken into consideration. And heals giant strength makes you smash hard. Yeah. Got it. I dig it. <laughs> uh, and what of the gold? Can we add up? What are the wants? Well, are, um, you, are you doing it now? Well, uh, well when we, as soon as we look into the gold, I'm, I'm going to look at the gold, look at the people. I'm gonna, I guarantee it was taken from their comrades' pockets. Perhaps we should give it to them to receive money. I hear what you're saying, but hear me out. We also just did a lot of free labor. Let's take the art. I think the, the art would be more sentimental to Can we count up the gold before we... They're not we... going to walk in rags carrying art down the road. It's at this point that one of the humanoids coughs and is like, just this like desperate little... He <coughs> <coughs> <laughs> just has like globs of blood on his hand as he's coughing. He's just going... Oh good, they're near death. Please! <laughs> I'd like to cast healing word on him and tell him to shh. Okay, gotcha. We really need gold if we're going to die. We really can do this he recovers later. Chaotic evil. For the right. <laughs> okay, <gotcha>. Neutral. <laughs> I like to say I'm true neutral because I don't need the money. We, How much money is it? Really can do we this later. There's six gold pieces worth 25 You'd gold. You'd have to count it up. And a pot of gold that might be worth less than that. Let's just take the pot. How about this? We take the pot back, and whatever they feel is fair for reward. How take, about if nothing, then cool. How about we know how to get here? So, no, we're taking it with us. Definitely. No, no, no. We should have come back here. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to come back in here. There's some creepy shit. Was anything in the tent? No, besides the bedding, it was really just a disgusting, oily, gross looking sleeping bag. What was that about the fire? 
like it's oily, cold. like lots and lots of sleep, like it hasn't been washed in a long time. How um, heavy is this pot? The pot? Uh, it's it's pretty heavy. Let's just take the gold out of it. We don't need to carry the I can lighten too. the pot, and then y'all can carry the pot. No, no, no. All right, so we'll say that you gather up all of the valuables and the um, the uh, two villagers as well as the bodies. Yes. Okay. And I would like to keep the gold separate from our gold for now, just to, until gotcha. we figure out what we're doing. Okay. I'd like to offer the villagers the meat. The potions have already been divvied up, yeah. Yeah, they're holding two, uh, a ration in each of their hands and are just aggressively eating. It's like they turn to the villagers and be like, I implore you not to take the meat. They're eating a ration. We're fine with the ration. No, she's she's talking about the meat. I'll present the meat. Okay. So, do you walk back to Brianna? Yes. Yes. Uh, Yes. So you go back to the platform that is not too terribly far away. Um, you can take all your pieces, please. Um, let's do that. It's not going to matter if you want. You don't have to put it on there. Alright, so you return to this platform. Um, and... You, Merle, looking a little worse for wear, and anyone else that took a little bit of damage. Um, Limbala, everyone looking a little worse for wear. You can see as as you approach... Um, actually, you probably wouldn't be able to see that. Um, the Stagnite, this folk hero, is standing on this platform in the middle of this uh, beautiful woods and this calm and serenity that encases this area is made more intense and more beautiful by the presence of the stagnite. And you can see uh, what really makes it beautiful is the villagers' reactions to the stagnite. You can hear as one of them mutters to the other, the stagnite, and points, um, surprised to see her. Uh, And next to Brianna and... Amaya, who is also standing there, both of them wearing their helms, these helmets with these large stag antlers coming off of them. You can see right next to them at the top of the platform is a freshly dug dug grave um, with these deep uh, red flowers blooming from the grave itself. And now the ritual that was there before has fully been dispelled and there is no evidence whatsoever of Alandion's corruption on top of this platform. Only the freshly dug grave. Um, in silence, the now helm stagnite uh, knights, sorry, guide the party and villagers back to the edge of the woods outside the hamlet. Um, so, before the villagers leave, um, you're seeing the hamlet in the distance outside of this tree line. So there's this long field and the lights of the village in this dark night. And you can see that the villagers who you have with you are um, beginning to become hopeful. They begin to reach out to each of you and, and shake your hands and thank you, thank you so much. You don't know how long it's been. I, I'm just so happy to see my family again. And the stagnites standing there, silent, just nod uh, gracefully as a reaction to their 
um, please, as, as well as all of you. They're thanking all of you as well. Um, and the villagers begin to turn and walk back into the hamlet if you don't have anything else for them. Uh, well, the two the two deceased villagers, I tell them that, they, hey, we need to prepare these two for burial. Okay. okay. Where do you bury your dead? Yeah, where, basically, where do you bury your dead? Okay. One of them looks at you and he says, there's a, a small graveyard outside of town. I can... You can leave them here, and we'll come get them. Okay. Uh, so you set the bodies down? Okay, gotcha. So the two villagers run across this field, and the... Did we get the main money? Shh, no, we not. I would like to give each of them five gold. Five gold? Okay, yeah. gotcha. Okay, is that out of your pocket or out uh, of... Out of my pocket. We'll discuss the rest of it later. Gotcha, okay. Just... Gotcha. So go ahead and deduct ten. So they take this gold, and they, again, thank you so much, and, and grab your hand and, and shake it vigorously as you can see the the hopefulness and the happiness in their eyes um, just as expresses this euphoric feeling of finally being out of that hole in Malbra's den. Uh, and they both turn and begin to run through the tall grass back to the hamlet. Um, the stag knight and Amaya uh, look at all of you and Amaya says or I'm sorry Brianna says we couldn't have done this without you. We greatly appreciate everything that you've done and would like to welcome you to stay with us for the night if, if you would like to do so. I wouldn't be offended if you want to return to your camp in town either, but understand that the invitation is always there to return to my home. And it's at that point that she reaches out, and you can see that palmed in her hand is a delicate um, wooden-carved lunar moth. Uh, and she extends it and waits for one of you to grasp it. And Valinor grabs it. Um, you grab it, and, and she looks at it. And what you're seeing is this extremely... It's almost too detailed to be a wood carving. Um, but it is made of wood. Uh, and she says, This is a small token, um, if you're ever in need to find me again, you need only speak um, to the to the trinket, the token, and it will take flight and find me. So he gives it to Alistair. Be sure you add it to your inventory. Wooden the snack knife. Yeah, sure. Is, um, is there a limit for how far it can travel? I would imagine not. It's it's a fairly weak magic, so it can't get you to me. But uh, I would say that as long as you're perhaps on this continent, that it would be able to find me. Certainly not outside of this plane of reality, but right. if you're ever in these woods and need to find me again, and it's at that point that all of you recall, it's it's would be kind of hard to find her house because it almost seems to be protected by some kind of yeah. magic to find it. Um, which says, if you ever need to contact me again, feel free. If you need a place to rest or information, anything, I'm, I am in your debt. Um, so she's waiting to see if you're going to be returning to her house to rest or going back to the hamlet for the night. Now that the hag is dead, would it be possible maybe to stay the night in the glade? Would it be safe there? No? 
I would imagine that it's a lot safer now than it was. Maybe the cave. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> um, she looks at all of you and she says, Well, with that, I bid you all a, a fond farewell. And I look forward to seeing all of you again. And she turns and you can hear as her armor kind of clinks just gracefully as she steps through the forest, disappearing into the shadow. Amaya, however, is still standing in front of all of you. And it's at that point that she pulls her helm off and her shoulder-length hair kind of falls down and you can see this massive scar that's across the front of her face. Um, She looks at all of you and she says, or she signs, Okay. <laughs> she looks at you, and uh, you can hear her conveyed into your head in her kind of kind of rough voice. Um, she says, Brianna's been through a lot. I feel like you should know how much. And she begins to tell you a story, if you'd like to listen. I would like to listen Go to on. the story. And then convey it to everyone else at the same time. But not rudely convey, then interrupt, just kind of All right. So. She looks at you, and she signs at, while she's speaking. Um, so she is signing this. Yes, I, she's I, signing it as well. I'd like to kind of comprehend languages. Just so okay, gotcha. So the two of you are understanding it as well. Okay. So she tells you. Several years after the Battle of Red Gulf, the woodsmen of Adzana found a mighty ash tree and set about cutting it down. The ancient tree had stood for thousands of years, and the Malkar believed it to be touched by a great evil. Not long after the tree was cut down, the villagers outside at Zana began experiencing terrible luck as several of their wells dried, barns and granaries burned in the night, wolves and bears attacked and killed woodsmen, and the people suffered terrible nightmares of the forest creeping into their homes through their windows. Word was sent to the druids of Leiden, deep within Ferox's forest, and a band of alkalites were sent to deal with the growing problem. Among them were three druids by the names of Aymer, Belnor, and Freya, as well as a paladin named Brianna of Oakdale. Much is speculated about what happened in the Emerald Glade after the group arrived, but the reality is that the four found it to be a festering wound of hatred and resentment created by the Darthmoor of Andion the Green, who despised the people of the Empire for chopping down the sacred tree. The druids offered their lives to Leiden in exchange for a cleansing ritual that would free the forests outside of Adzana of Alandion's influence. While the ritual was performed, the paladin Brianna fought off the corrupted creatures of Alandion, allowing her friends to complete the cleansing. After the battle was over, 
and the forest was cleared of Elandion's presence. Brianna lay wounded on the ground, dying, under the shade of three hollow-heart trees. She wept tears of joy that fell to the moss-covered ground and sprung back out as flowers. But then a mighty stag emerged from the forest, a messenger from the Nibo Leiden. The stag conveyed to Brianna of Oakdale that she had completed her destiny and served Ela well. The stag named her an ASMR and told her she was to be the guardian of the forest outside of Atzana. Brianna rose from the ground, her wounds miraculously healed, and took up the mantle of guardian. She says all of this, and you can see as a tear begins to trickle down the side of her face. And she says, Brianna found me after a Malkar raiding party killed my entire column of troops. I offered her nothing, and she saved my life. So long as I draw a breath, I'll be here with Brianna, fighting the fight against Elandion in these untamed forests. If there's anything that you ever need, and she thumps her shield onto the ground, she says, Brianna and I will be here for you. And it's at that point she takes her helmet, puts it back on, and picks up her shield, and gives a nod, turns into the darkness, and walks away. So, the hamlet's in the distance. It's it's pretty late at this point. How late? Um, it's it, it's probably like 10, 11 o'clock at night. Actually, with that, we're going to take a break. Okay. 